1: Matt and Dave's Daily Picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sharapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go.
0: What's up, boys and girls? Sorry that we're late. Dave had to take himself to the dentist, so he is the reason why we're on late. But we appreciate you guys hanging out in the chat. My fault. chit And How's the mouth?
3: All good. Um, you know, as fate would have it, you know, you have the same dental hygienist for 15 years, right? Right. She can't make it this morning. So I get thrown a new kid, who a, a new girl who's, she has to introduce herself. We go through the whole thing. I'm like, I got a show at 10 o'clock. I got to go see the brigade and p rock. Can you get this done? So the whole procedure took longer than it should have, but everything's fine. Thank you. all right.
0: That's good to know. Yes, I have not gone to the dentist post COVID, so I need to go to the dentist. I've not gone in a while, so because that's how I got COVID. So I'm very oh. So yeah. that's how that's how COVID came <laughs> into my house. Uh huh. Uh huh. Teresa getting COVID and then bringing COVID right. home as her being a hygienist. So I've, I've not actually gone back to, I actually do need to do that. So you're, 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 you're texting, Hey, I'm about the dentist. I was like, you know what? I got to go and take care of that. Cause it's been yeah. a while since I've been there, but I need to go take care of that. So we're here, we're up, we're running we are and good. it's May the 4th. Where are you on star Wars? We've never talked about this. I love
3: the first three. I mean, you know, when we were kids. Yeah. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Loved. Loved. Watch them. I mean, if they're ever on, I watch them. But I got a house full. Like, Kendall's the only one. She wants to watch The Mandalorian. We watched three episodes. and We never got into it um, more. We just haven't had the time. Yeah. She's into it. So I think we're going to reinvent ourselves with that whole thing. Okay. Why? You're a Star Wars guy,
0: aren't you? Oh, I'm a nut. I love it. The, the Disney Plus shows are awesome. The Mandalorian was awesome. Boba Fett was awesome. Oh, see, I can't wait to watch that stuff. See, there's not a person
3: in my house other than this little one who has the remote <laughs> interest at all. Yeah. So I have to watch it when everybody's sleeping. Yep. And I will. Yeah. Um, I just like it's 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 not just about space, and it's not just about R2-D2 and C-3PO. It's, no. It's, it's a deeper, much deeper. 100%. Meaning, it was so groundbreaking at the time. I mean, yes. when you
0: were a kid, it was, it was fascinating, wasn't it? Well, I was born in 1977, so Star Wars came out in 1979. I'm seven years older than you almost, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't old enough to see the original Star Wars, and I really wasn't old enough to see – Strikes Back, uh, Empire Strikes First, Back Strikes in the back. theater, but I did see Jedi in the theater. So I was super into Jedi and I was super into the Ewoks. I was super into oh. all, uh, like I've got all sorts of crazy oh. pictures and stuff of me growing up with the big Millennium Falcon and everything else. Like I, I was from a very early age, I was into Star Wars and I've been into it for a while. Like I went when they redid it and they came out with episode one, I was in college And I went to the first showing. It wasn't actually a midnight showing. It was a 7 a.m. showing of what? Episode one. Yeah, they they, did. For whatever reason, the theater didn't want to be open at midnight in out in Western Massachusetts. Okay, so they did a 7 a.m. So, hey, we're not going to a midnight, but
3: a.m. 7 a.m.
0: Bam. I was there. Six thirty in the morning, up to go. went to the movie at seven a m. It was and you know, I was like I was so geeked for it, and the movie sucked. So it was really a, a bummer that episode <laughs> one was so bad. Episode two wasn't much better. Episode three wasn't really all that better, but they did a better job on the back end, you know, when they came up with the newer stuff. I, the movies got to be a little bit of a mess, and that was sort of disappointing as someone who loved it. But I feel like the Disney plus shows have sort of pulled the the car back onto the road. And I feel like we're in a good place now as to how we go forward and into the next iteration, whatever they're going to go ahead and and come up with and do. So I like it. I'm, I'm a, it's a good time for shows right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm up to my neck in the last, last episodes of Ozark. And I got, I've been staying up like way too late every night watching that when everything's done. Like I start oh. watching at 11 o'clock. So I'm up to like one thirty trying to binge watch. That's
3: and just, what you're doing oh. when you're not answering texts. Oh yeah. 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 hundred percent. Cause
0: I watch it on my phone. Like this is like, but like my, my new I, weird thing is okay. like, I like watching. I just go ahead and, and I get in the bed and I put my earbuds in and I just go ahead and, and my phone is big enough to watch a show. Like I can watch shows. It's, it's really easy. So it's relaxing and simple and it's, that's my wind down. Would you watch Star Wars on your phone? Yeah, I have. I watched Mandalorian. I, I watch Boba Fett on it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's yeah I mean, not the same. For it's me. not the same, but the earbuds is what changes it, though. See, it's like it's not the same visual experience, but sensory wise, you can, you know, I've got noise canceling earbuds, yeah. so I just cancel everything out. I don't hear anything and you're just immersed into the content it's way better screen. You think it's better? It is. I would prefer I'm an audio guy. Okay. Remember I'm an audio guy. I'm yeah. not a video guy. So right. I would prefer to have my ears be captivated and I can hear every sound effect and everything going down. I would prefer to listen to it than watch it. So like, to me, I would rather have that. So like, okay. I've tried to figure out, can I get my earbuds to my big screen TV? Cause they're on Bluetooth. So, I've, that's my next attempt, or at least the next TV I buy. I'm going to say, hey, I want to put headphones attached to this TV. How do I do that? And if they I, say, this, I do it, then I'm going to do it. When
3: the kids were small, Santa brought me a pair of noise canceling wireless headphones that
2: connected right. to the TV. Oh, changed my it. life. Want it?
3: Changed my life. Yep. Made it to the point where I don't really want to watch TV or
0: movies with anyone ever (laughs) because it was like, I, I mean, people used to think I'm weird. I, I, have you ever gone to a theater by yourself to go, go go to a movie? It's the greatest thing in the world. Isn't it? I, people used to think I'm weird. People were like, you go by yourself. I'm like, why do I need to be with somebody to go to a movie? I don't want to talk to you. Like it's just for the beginning and the end. That's it. Like during the experience, I don't want you talking to me. I don't want to have, distraction. I want to just watch the movie. Like, leave it me alone. Is the best. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. I love it. I don't I haven't done it nearly mean. as much. I've not really, I've I've only gone to kids' movies over the since COVID, but like I want to right. get back into that routine where I can go. Like that was the beautiful thing about being at the palms. I would do that all the time. So the show was on pushing the odds was on until noon. It was nine to noon. Oh you catch so, a little afternoon matinee before you go home. Wrap around the corner you know, I'd get some work done, get to like 1231 o'clock. I'd have a 1245 or a one o'clock show. Oh, Bang out a, a nice little matinee movie. And then I'm just th- 233 o'clock time to go home. It was perfect. Kids came out of school. It was, it was, I absolutely loved that theater at the palms. Is it back by the way? I haven't even checked day, if that's back. If that's I don't back, know. Got rid of that or not. I, I, I that's the one. I have to ask that. Cause I love, it was like a $6 movie unbelievable the best so good so so good yeah that's did you have the star wars soundtrack no so my dad had a vinyl collection that was really good oh we
3: had it we had it on record we yeah my yeah we had it i didn't have a cassette no we we, we had
0: the vinyl we we had the vinyl we had the vinyl too yeah i I had that that was my experience and like my father used to go ahead and like I didn't know this at the time, but he would get high. He would smoke a joint and then he'd go ahead and blast it in the house. <laughs> and so like, I, don't know, I, was, I was like, why is it so smoky in here? And then he just like had these big speakers and then he just like blast Star Wars, the intro <laughs> music. And I used to love it. I was probably getting like a contact high or like six years old running around. Right. But I used to love that vinyl. Like that vinyl record was like a really big part of my childhood. I loved the damn thing. Yeah. And so I want to recreate that. I don't have a record player. I don't have vinyl. It's like one of those bucket list things I got to go back and do because I agree with people who say it sounds better like it, it does. Vinyl records sound incredible if you have a great sound system and a great speaker set.
3: I wish I knew why, but I agree. And it I, I would have sound like an old curmudgeon, but.
0: You're I, a new, You're a newbie now. Everything old is new. All the all the Gen sure. Z's and all the they, they, they think vinyls, the, the, you know, the thing. Really? There's vinyl stores here
3: in Vegas, downtown. Yeah, downtown Summerlin has a tremendous audio store. I got I got caught up in there. I'm with you. I I I I love that,
0: you know. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was just it the was, Emperor Walk and the, the, the oh, so, I mean the soundtrack of Star Wars is so damn it's so damn good. And people were like, I hate Star Wars. I'm like, okay. I get it. Like, I didn't get into Star Trek all that much. And so like people yeah, say there's annoying. like one or the other. Like you either like Star Wars or like Star Trek and Star Trek is for smart people and Star Wars is for dumb people. And I'm like, okay, really? fine. I, yeah, that's the whole stupid line. But I'm like, fine. I'm a dumb person. I like Star Wars. I I I find it to be more fun. I find it to be more interesting to me less about, you know, aliens and in in whatever intergalactic stuff that they're doing and more about the storytelling and more about sort of the the fun of it. And I don't know. It, it it's it's in my lifetime, I'm 45 years old. Star Wars has been with me from the get-go. And I've seen edi- every iteration and I've absolutely loved I've seen it all. And I and I will you put I it out. It I could see it.
3: Yeah, I saw it in the movie theater. I saw them all in the movie theater. We had a guy, my dad had a guy for everything. We had a guy at the movie theater. <laughs> we had five kids he made it affordable for us to go to the movies. Wow. So my dad and mom would take us to the movies all the time. And I love the movies because I got a popcorn and I got to sit and be engaged wherever yeah. I. you get to go somewhere for two hours without going anywhere. It was 15 minutes from the house. Load up the station wagon, get everybody, get in the car, let's go. So, yeah, I saw Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi all wow. in the movie theater. As so it you hit. saw
0: the buzz, right? So what was it like? Like, did, was it as crazy as all like the, mo- the news reports? No. no. Okay. It wasn't. Not the first one. They the make set it out to be After like- the first one, the first
3: one was something so different than anybody had ever seen. Yeah. I remember thinking this is... I felt like I was in space. You know, huh. I wanted to get a R2D2 for my house. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Who the hell is a C3PO? It is so cool, and like it was, it was, it was just overwhelming how different the mm. movie looked and sounded. And then when Empire Strikes Back came back, and you know, you get the whole. Luke, I'm your father thing. Like, what the story's going on? The end is a cliffhanger. What just happened? You couldn't wait. Now the buzz was real. It just didn't stop. And and then Return of the Jedi and the Ewok
0: song and the dance and the the Ewok song. Oh, yeah. The trilogy. Yeah. It really it started trilogies for me. And then it became like it got went to there into Rocky, Rocky into First Blood. Rocky changed everything for us too. I yep. mean,
3: it was just, it was ridiculous. It was, we were standing up cheering. Every, every the fights were real.
0: <laughs> <That's> oh, we <laughs> went nuts. That's unbelievable. Yes. cheering. I will break him. Just such uh the, the, the montages, oh. the, the workout montages, soundtracks. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was nuts. And, and, and now the trilogy is just as part of the, you know, if you do a big movie, you're going to have a trilogy, you have a franchise, you make all this, you know, all the money and whatnot. So
3: never would have guessed that would have
0: happened at the beginning, but you're right. Let's talk about one thing that only happens in sports. Last night, triple overtime, Oh, a dude eating spor- spicy pork and broccoli <laughs> in between the first and second periods. Journeyman goaltender just sitting there going like. You know, I'm the third-string goalie. I'm not supposed to play in these games. I'm, I'm, no. I'm mentally checked out. I'm 30 years old. I'm cashing a paycheck. Hey, buddy, you're in. I'm what? <laughs> you're in. What? No, no. DeSmith is in. He's playing great. No, 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 no. You're in. Uh, it's double overtime right now. It's 3-3. Yep. Get in that. Stop what the puck. was that last night for the Penguins?
3: So, I mean... And if you haven't seen it, go watch the post-game interview. I posted it on Twitter. I couldn't get enough of it. Um, you get the game that you're supposed to get, like, at the end of the first round or 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 in the second round to start the series. Penguins down 2 nothing. It looks bleak. They tied a the game 2-2 while we got a game. Now I'm completely engaged. The kids won't even come in the room because it's tied. They know. I come outside. I'm like, are you guys watching the Penguin game? Not right now. Why? Should we? I'm like, you should be watching it. Yes.
0: Shorty gives up 3-2. 3-2.
3: 3-3. We're into overtime. We're into single overtime, double overtime. And apparently, I don't know what happened to DeSmith, but he got sick or something happened, and he had to come out of the game. So they tapped this guy, Louis Deming. It's not even Dominguez. It looks like Dominguez, but it's French-Canadian. So Louis Domingue and Sean McDonough said it. Boy, if the Penguins win, is this the start of the Domingue dynasty?
0: I mean, <laughs> it's a young. great
3: line. I was like, McDonough's <laughs> on it. This is really good. Um, so I,
0: I missed that. That's was, unbelievable. That's a great so,
3: line. It was so good. He delivered it so casually. I'm like, this is great. So now I don't even know who this guy is. I'm like, who is this? I was actually I was texting Gump. We were going back and forth. He's like, Louis Domingue, you got to know. So I look him up. I'm like, wow, this guy's played two games this year, one game last year, one game the year before in the NHL. Yep. Literally a journeyman backup that never plays. He practices. So there's somebody in the other net. He never plays.
2: He's in the game.
3: They're in triple overtime. Shosturkin has made. 80-something
0: safes. Like, what most, is happening right now? Most shots in the history of Penguins hockey in the, po- in the postseason.
3: It was incredible. And then the shot comes in from the point. Marino, Gino tips it. It goes in the net. The Penguins win. They win. And this guy does the postgame interview with Emily Kaplan from ESPN. She asked him a couple of questions. He's so composed. His hair is perfect. Right. Andrew said something about his hair. It's combed perfectly, like he didn't even play. And he, he sounds like the French Canadian guy from the movie Slapshot. He Does. sounds just like that guy. And he goes, I, Yeah, I had a meal. She said, What was it? He said, Spicy pork and broccoli. Not the best. <laughs> not, <laughs> not the best. best. Yeah,
2: not it not the smiled
3: best. at the camera, and walked off, baby. That's <laughs> my goalie. I was so
0: fired up. I went. So not- what do you do now? All right? So I don't st- know. They, it, it should have counted what you do. It should have counted for more than one win. You win a oh. triple overtime game. You've played two games in one. So it should count for two games. I haven't heard yet about Smith's Smiths availability for game two. But do you bet the over in game number two, just because these teams are going to have no legs? Um, No, you bet the under.
3: Okay. You bet the under. It's a snooze fest, right? It's a lot of dump and chase. It's a lot of like you, you have to conserve your energy to the third period. That's the way that goes. So I would bet the under. That's the first thing I'd be looking at 2 I'd be looking to bet the Rangers in the series. The Penguins are better. um, First and second line. I mean, they were really good. They had 25 shots in the second period yesterday. Yeah, they dominated. I was so impressed mm-hmm. with the Penguins' um, ability to control the puck and carry the play. But yeah. I really – I was like, this damn Igor guy. It's just we
0: can't get a puck by him. And then they got two by him, and I was like, yeah. mm-hmm, I don't think right, he played very well. Left. He didn't look good to me at certain parts. He looks uncomfortable at certain parts.
3: There was a lot of times I was actually saying, like, it didn't look like he was either seeing the puck right or – Cause usually during a regular season, he literally was like this—the Michelin uh, man. He would he just seven hundred to win the Vesna. Yeah, yeah. Like there was no rebounds. He was always in position. His positioning was great. Again, he just there was pucks bouncing off him. So that's usually either nerves. I mean, it's the first time through the Stanley Cup playoffs is tough for the goalie. Yep. But man, I just—I mean, hockey, bro. It's—it's—it's it's, it's the best. It, the playoffs are just awesome. It's it's just it's uh we're in it now. We're in it. The Penguins are won a game, road team wins a game, first game. Um, I don't want to get too too excited, but man, if we can win that second game,
2: hmm hmm
3: right there.
0: So we'll keep talking about last night in the NHL and the NBA. We got a bunch of things to get to, but yeah. since we started a little late, we're gonna bring on our guy Dubs. Dubs Anderson's the host of Props Golf. You guys aren't watching oh, this, watching you golf. are missing out. One, it's entertaining as hell. But two, the picks last week: John Ron plus plus four sixty. Put that in the bank account, cash that ticket. Look at this guy, Dubs. How are we, we boys? Haven't Happy seen you. Haven't seen you since the
1: Super Bowl, my friend. How are you? I'm doing sensational, boys. I mean, the PGA Tour, it is hidden right now. This is prime time in the golf, baby. Two weeks out from the next major. What more do you want from me? Great to hear about you boys talking about the mighty Ducks. Sidney Crosby, that is my boy in the NHL. You've got the MLB, the playoffs, the NBA playoffs. Boys, I'd like to use this opportunity to make an official announcement. I'm not betting on any other sport besides golf anymore. The NBA, that stinks. The Golden State cost me money. I tried to make some money on the Dodgers last night. They couldn't even get more than three and a half runs. Are you kidding me? Those boys stink. Maybe it's just the LA teams, the West Coast vibes. It's not good enough. But yes, as you touched on, Maddie, Props Golf, we are hidden and we ain't missing twice weekly for the PGA Tour. We're having a blast doing it. It's not for everyone. If you like winning money, like having a laugh, then it is for you. If you don't, if you like doing something else with your spare time, wise up to yourself. Props Golf is where it's at the number one stop for everything, PGA (laughs) Touring Golf Betting. I love it. That's how my week's doing, boys.
0: (laughs) The the promo cut, it's beautiful. So we've got, listen, we've got three really good tournaments for the next three weeks. We've got the Wells Fargo, then we've got the Arnie, and then we've got the PGA coming up. First question that I've got for you when it comes to these tournaments as the lead-up, where are you looking in terms of, breaking down the course and the player. Are, are you like into this heavily? Or are you trying to take a look at how players are going to, uh, are, are going to play heading towards the major? Meaning are you coming in heavy on these tournaments? or Are you going to wait till the, till the PGA coming up uh, in, in Oklahoma?
1: Mate, more tickets than StubHub this week in the golf. Look, <laughs> I, I've definitely got the eye on the futures, you know, two events out. We look at guys who are in good form because you need form to win a major championship. We're starting to see similar courses. I mean, the Wells Fargo this week, they're not playing at Quail Hollow, where they usually do, and that would have been a great test uh, for the PGA outcome. But I'm looking at who's getting off the tee wall, especially a golf course like this week, TPC uh, Potomac there, over near the nation's capital. You've got to drive the ball well. Same as the PGA Championship. We always look for strokes gain on approach. That's our key set. Who are the best iron players? Ball striking? That lasts. That lasts for a good couple of months. That is form for me. The best iron players in the field this week, they're likely going to be there at the PGA in a couple of weeks. Putting? That's very volatile. So don't be afraid to go a guy who's maybe not the best putter, especially a week like this week. Because all, all the PGA Tour golfers, they have their peak weeks, you know, where maybe it's a, a surface like this week, bent grass, they're better putters on. But, of course, horses for courses. I'm always looking at key stats. And this week, you've got to get off the tee well, good iron play. That's going to fare very well in two weeks' time at Southern Hills Country Club over in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, look, we're starting to see some bigger names these guys are trying to get the reps in. They want to come into that one with a bit of form. Last week, the Mexico Open, chunk. What an absolute snooze fest of a <laughs> tournament. John Rahm, he was your odds-on favorite. He had to get the win. He did. He did not look overly impressive, but now we start to see a couple of bigger names this week. Your headline of Roy McIlroy, defending champion at a different golf course, but I like what I'm seeing from Big Rory. He could be a threat at the majors coming up here. Dobsy.
3: So you got this week, all right. I'm already looking a couple of weeks out. I'm looking yep. at the PGA. Yep. Okay, you just mentioned it. Is it that easy? Is it just a scheffler? I mean, is it is it just I mean, like he's the odds on favorite, he's 10 to 1, Rory's 12, Rom's 12, then JT's at 14, it just jumps up from there.
1: Yeah. Tell people who may be new to this it's not that easy, is it? Mate, mate it's not that easy, Dave. But I'm not gonna go on the record and say that he can't do it because he got the breakthrough win at Phoenix, and we'll write him for that one. I'm like, okay, that's his one win for the year he'll be done here for 12 months four wins out of his last six starts i mean how can we go against him sure he hasn't been practicing or playing too much on the tour he's out there throwing you know the first pitch in the green jacket at the baseball he's sitting courtside thinking he's the big man and this is what happens it all goes to the head scotty scheffler thinks it's easy being the world number one no mate it's not you've got to keep doing exactly what you're doing that got you to that spot keep grinding so i'm a little afraid then you know these guys they're going to be coming after you but scotty scheffler the thing that stands out to me, we've seen it this year on the PGA Tour, cool customer. I mean, he's got a great golf yeah. game, but you put him in the pressure situations like trying to close out at Augusta National, didn't phase him. And that's half the battle. That's what we've seen Brooks Kepka do so well at the majors because mm. he's got that mindset that I'm great under pressure. Half these guys are going to choke if they're in the last couple of groups playing at a major. Scotty Scheffler, that's his biggest asset right now. So how can we write him off? You know, sitting there at what, 10 to 1, 12 to 1. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad number, but you've got it. You've got to protect yourself.
0: Mm. Uh, I'll correct myself. I said, Arnie, it's the Byron Nelson that's next week. I, I apologize. But this week, I mean, at FanDuel, Rory's a monster favorite. He's the defending champ, I know. Yeah. But is this right? I mean, did you agree with this, that, that it's plus 750 to Rory and then Corey Connors at 17 to 1 and Finau at 21 to 1, that Rory is this big of a favorite to win this thing?
1: No, look, it, it, it's a little mad. I'm big on Rory. I think he did find something at the Masters. And we know what Rory's all about. It's all up top between the years. When he's playing golf and not golf swing, he's fantastic. And this is a golf course. You've got to work the ball both ways. It gets him out of his own way. and He's had great success at this event, but this event is usually played at Quail Hollow. So this week, it's a different track. We last seen it here, 2017, 2018, for the quick and Loans. I like Roy being the favorite. I don't like him at plus 750, but again, I've got to entertain it. I think he's found something. I think he could be a big problem for some of these majors upcoming here. And the golf world needs Roy McIlroy. When he's on, what an athletic move. What a dominant performer. It's starting to turn back. And, mate, when you go to a golf course that you're a previous winner of, especially the previous year, they've got your posters up. But you're all over the golf course, the golf club. You're driving up there. It's good vibes. Now, he turns it back to the Masters We had a runner-up, a great finish on the Sunday, three top tens every his last six starts. Roy McIlroy, I think he is back, boys. He could be a very big problem this week. So,
3: Roy's the favorite. Yeah. Yep. Give me a couple bombs that maybe you're just entertaining where it's only yeah. Wednesday. We're not putting anything, you know, to the actual paper yet, but there's some big numbers on some big names that I'm looking down this list that don't take long to scroll to get to forties and fifties and 60 to ones. Give the people one or two, maybe, you know, guys that that, that maybe aren't on the radar at the top.
1: Yeah, I I love that sweet spot. So I think approach play is key this week, and there's an angry little Englishman in this field, Terrell Haddon, great you know, great iron player, one of the best ball strikers. He doesn't stand up here. Why is he angry? Oh, the Masters. He snaps clubs, he (laughs) mouths off at everyone, but I love Mm -mm. to see that, Dave. Like, I want to see the heart on the sleeve. Tell me what you're thinking, son, and he can back it up on the golf course. He's only got one win to his name on the PGA Tour, not good enough. Now, you put him on a golf course where it's a bomb and gouge, 25 under par. He's not your man. But this week, it's going to be very tough. You know, 12 under par probably gets it done. I like him for this one. Terrell Haddon, a 36 to 1. First in strokes game putting on the PGA Tour. If he gets hot, watch out. Uh, and then a, a bit more, you know, flavor for your life, Cameron Young. A young guy coming up from the Corn Free Tour. Now on the PGA Tour, he's had runner-up at the Sanderson Farms. Riviera, the Genesis, the top five of the RBC, drives it an absolute mile, but he's also straight. We need that this week. There's a lot of trouble lurking. And this is a sign of the times. A young guy, Cameron Young, no pun intended, but they're not afraid to win on the bigger stage. It's their right on there on the PGA Tour. You know, 18 months ago, he had no status at all. He doesn't care. He he, he wants to go toe to toe, Roy McElroy, Tony Fenial. And you're getting a cheeky little number there at forty-one to one. We love the mm. value, baby, and that's what's good about the golf betting. You can cash some almighty fatties, and that's what I'm all about. Hat
0: and Dave, by the way, uh, played incredibly poorly at the Masters and then blasted the course afterwards. Yeah, it's,
1: it's never yeah. his problem. It was, which good. I like. Okay, so that's why he was. Saying- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah like, it was nah, not. It, had it had wasn't good. Day? He had yeah, a bad,
0: he bad four days. Yeah. He 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 was not happy. And he, you don't I mean, if he plays Augusta, if he plays the Masters again, I'll be shocked. <laughs> like, I don't think that dude's getting asked back. He yeah. basically uh-huh. ripped the entire course and saying this is not real golf and this is not how the game's supposed to be played. And like wasn't, he doesn't care. No, he Does doesn't care. He not care. It was not a good, it was not a good look for if a, if a guy wants to you know, make his uh make friends wearing the green jackets uh, at, a, at Augusta national. No. I don't want to steal all the plays dubs from props golf. I want to make people go ahead and, and listen and watch the first episodes up. You have the cut episode that happens on Friday night that drops on Saturday after the cut and the turn is made, but any head to heads, that you're looking at for four rounds that you like this week? Uh,
1: yeah, l- l- let me take a look here. I mean, I've got so many plays going this week, boys. Top nationalities, round one, low scores. I like Patrick Reed over Mark Leishman. Now, Reed popped up on the leaderboard last week in Mexico. Not a lot of people are talking about it, but again, probably the best hands on the PGA Tour. Again, this week, it's a par 70, less par fives, less scoring opportunities. You've got to be dynamite from 100 yards in. Patrick Reed over my Aussie countryman, Mark Leishman, at plus 100. Leishman's good. But he's got the big miss, and that is a big problem this week. And then Max Homer, a former winner at this event. I love his golf game. Very well-rounded. Everyone thinks he's just, you know, ha-ha, funny guy, you know, poking around there on social media. Great golf game on him. No weakness, good short game. Max Homer over Siwoo Kim, minus 115. Siwoo Kim, again, that's a guy who's great in the birdie shootouts, not when it's a grind, not when it's going to be, you know, a heavyweight dual marathon coming up. This week for the Wells Fargo Championship. So Homer over Siwoo Kim, Reed over Leishman.
3: to give people a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtain as far as the process. So you do the show before the tournament, okay, yeah. and then you do the cut show. What are you looking at as a guy who's immersed in the golf betting? What are you looking at Thursday and Friday that maybe you can give a pointer or two to someone new to the golf betting? To maybe make their plays with if they don't catch the show, which again they should catch the show. But what are you looking at Thursday, Friday, in the first two rounds that maybe will give you an edge Saturday, Sunday, going to the winners.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's the beauty of props golf, Dave, especially that catch up. I mean last week John Rahm was still at minus one ten, and he was never going to lose that golf event. Tony Fiena, who we knew was going to make a charge plus two ten to get inside the top twenty, finish runner up. So we look at who's. Who's hidden fairways, who's hidden greens? That tells me, again, the ball striking's there. Maybe they haven't done anything with the part of the first couple of days. So they're hanging around the leaderboard, but the ball striking's there for me. We know that's a higher ceiling moving into the weekend. These are PGA Tour golfers. You put them on a golf course by the third, fourth round, you know, they're on Saturday, they've been at the course all week. They're going to figure it out. And then on the flip side of that, who are we fading? I'm fading guys who are hiding that dodgy ball striking. Maybe they're only hitting 10, 11 fairways, 10, 11 greens. That's not good enough. That's not sustainable for four rounds, but they've hidden it with a very good putter. That's a Mm. sign of a guy going backwards, moving into the weekend. And of course, you've got to have a bit of situational awareness. Who's had form the last four or five weeks? Who's got that pedigree? If they get onto the big stage, can they close it out? Who's going to go up in flames? Because a lot of these guys who aren't in the marquee groups, teen off early Thursday, late Friday, there's no TVs, cameramen out there watching them a different beast on the PGA Tour and you are in contention playing with the likes of a John Rahm or Cameron Cham. Not everyone's made of it. You've got to be built of the right stuff, just like these three heads you see before you today.
0: <laughs> so, Dubs, I'll let you go on this because this is amazing. So, Dave, yesterday, Zach in England won a hat, right? Yeah. Zach for a hat. Sure. Zachary Hatton. Yeah. Terrell
1: oh. Hatton.
0: It's his oh. cousin.
1: Is it really? It's, it's his They're cousins. cousins. They're cousins. Boys, we we got to put the house on on Tyrrell then. <laughs> I was already big on him, but that is we're double downing. <laughs> what Tyrrell's the play? Isn't that crazy he just in the live chat said, "Hey, that's my cousin." I'm like, no way. It's
0: are cousin. Wow. He was, yeah, he's on my answer. He, he's, he's a he's a he's a it's in his bloodline. It's part of his family. <laughs>
1: that's fantastic. <laughs> hey, shout wow. out to him, Tyrrell Hadden, proper lad. We How love to that? see it. Hey, you can't back down. You've got to get on get on him this week. <laughs> now he makes a win. Him. Number two and the form's been there. <laughs> Terrell had angry Englishman, angry Aussie coming at you head to head. Love to see it, boys. The fairway, baby, I like it. That's um, it.
0: It's unbelievable, Dubs. Thank you for coming on, man. We'll keep doing this as we go through the summer. All right, it's gonna be a great golf betting season. Props golf right now on the props YouTube channel. Go check it out. Apple Podcast spot, sponsored by Podcast wherever you guys get your pods. Dubsy, thank you, man. We'll talk soon. all right?
1: Always a pleasure, boys. Props golf. Do it twice weekly. You know where it's at. Winners only, baby.
0: <laughs> Dubs Anderson, Mister Dubsy, on Twitter to follow him here on the Bostoni oh. versus the book. Love the dude. Great stuff. If you guys, I'm serious. If you aren't watching prop to golf? You really should check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's highly entertaining. It's quick. It's 20 minutes. Uh, drops on Tuesday and Saturday mornings. Friday night, overnight into Saturday mornings, and we're right into the golf season now. We're getting into it here, as oh, I mentioned. Yeah. yeah, we got the Wells Fargo this week, the Byron Nelson next week, then the PGA. Then we get to the British Open or the Open, and then we get to the U.S. Open. I guess no, sorry, I guess U.S. Open and, and US then US British Open. open. First, sorry. Then, sorry, sorry, then the U.S. Open first champion. June, then July. So and then it wraps in July. I mean, the tournament. I mean, and then we get to the PGA. You know, we get we get into the PGA. Uh, the FedEx cop in the later part into August and they try to yeah. get out of the way before football starts. So it's it's right now. This is a time to bet on golf and make some money here on betting and golf and dubs does a great job every week, two times a week for us here for for props golf. Okay. Uh, oh, look Wait, who's Dan Sharapan? Is that your what brother? Is that? Yeah, that's my brother.
3: <laughs> brother Dan is actually watching the show. He needs more dumpsy
0: That's phenomenal. There you Man, go. You see, brother Dan hit a golf ball. My really? God. Oh yeah. Brother I just Dan's saw Dan. I thought it was Dave, and I was like, "Wait, is Dave in the chat? You never go into the chat." And then it's, it's like, Dan. I'm like, "Wait, there's I'm a on Dan the show. Where? I gotta go in the right. chat." Ooh, what well, the I'm real? on the chat. I'm in the chat. Look at can me. Jump can... in there. Of course. Look.
3: Scroll up. You'll see me in the chat. I'm in the chat. Oh, my goodness. We got to. I don't know if I, I may get really distracted. <laughs> if I got to read the chat, do the chat, and do the show, <laughs> something may that may be three strikes. I don't know if I could do that. We'll oh give it a month. For that.
0: That hey, was
3: welcome great. brother Dan to the show.
0: That's phenomenal.
3: I got to get him a hat, but he wears a size eight. Well,
0: that's fine. We got
2: it's We've got a big it's lid.
0: Snapback snapbacks.
3: I don't even think the snapback biggest. I don't even think he's one peg. I think he's really.
0: Oh, he got a big head. Whoa. Big can he fit a snapback? Whoa. It's trouble. All right. So let's go through this and we can move a little quickly through these games. But yep. if you're a Panther fan, are you concerned you lost game one to the Capitals? We talked about the fact that we need to know about their playoff style. Can they can this translate? They lose game one at home. Capitals are a really experienced team. They, yep.
3: they, I mean, they played a perfect road game. Like we need to just hang around. They took advantage. I mean, Ovechka made a great play, and they get the breakaway and score, and it's like, uh-oh, we got a game. I'm not concerned, but now you realize the playoffs have started. Like, We're not in a regular season no more. We're not just going to score six goals every game. It's not going to be like this. So I think it put them on notice. If you're holding a Panthers- to win the series ticket, are you concerned?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Scary. I'm not concerned yet? Uh, it's scary. So it's it's just you lost home
0: ice to an experienced team that's won the cup in the last five years. Don't yeah. like that. Don't like that. And you have one of the best players on the planet on that team. Yeah. Don't like. Don't like losing to Ovechkin. Don't like giving them belief. Uh It brings it
3: right. They one they have belief. They had belief (laughs) when they walked in that building, but now they're up one nothing. So they have home ice, and you put that thought of Bobrovsky in goal again, where it's Mm -hmm. just like here we go again. Here we. It wasn't his fault. They Mm -hmm. just didn't score.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Not gonna lie, was the least amount of game. Oh no, that's not true. I was going to say it's the least amount of NHL game that I watched last night, but the Colorado Avalanche was
0: was the game I only watched the highlights of. Okay, let's go. The time I was going
3: to go turn the game on, it was three
0: nothing. So I was like, five nothing after the first period. Ridiculous. Five nothing. Like this is that's what regular season Colorado does. Yeah, playoff Colorado can do this too. They're yeah. healthy, Dave, and scary offensively, no doubt. And I mean.
3: You know that expression "drawn dead," and mm-hmm. uh, predators are drawn dead with a backup goalie. I mean, it just it's it's tough to throw somebody in there, and they're moving at a different speed. I mean, they they just fly and can score, and you can't give them a power play and everything else.
0: This might be the sweep. Mm-hmm. This feels like the sweep. This feels like just you know play four games, four big wins, and you move on. <laughs> like just. Nashville is up against it here with this Colorado Would you team
3: automatically bet the first period over now in the Colorado games. No, after that see, no. that's a good thing. Like don't overreact to no. that. People are going to yeah. just automatically, Oh, they scored five. The first game, they're going to light them up. They're going to, I might bet the that. over
0: in game two though. I didn't even look at what is it? Six and a half. Yeah.
3: It was six and a half last night with juice over. Scored nine six seven two five juice over minus 120.
0: Yep, okay. I mean, I bet the over <laughs> in the game, but Washington right. four to six and a half over 30 already.
3: <sighs> we might all see right, look, seven in a playoff game. P. Row,
0: yep, easy. Yeah, there was, a, there was seven last night, wasn't there? No, six and a half with juice. Okay, nothing close. Seven, okay. Uh, Celtics rip rip
2: the Bucks last night
0: under hits under hits again yes series another under hit so i cashed that yes which celtics team is the real celtics team game one or game two
3: somewhere in between no
0: yeah i i i just i was laughing because after game one the line i saw repeatedly how bad did the Nets suck my gosh. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, okay, so now how good are the Nets? Because Boston comes out and shoots the way that they shot last night. It's a make or miss game. And with Boston, it's going to be a make or miss series. The Bucs are going to give them open looks. Boston hit them in game two, missed them in game one. Game three, we'll see what happens. But Boston's a good road team. They win game three. I think they win the series. Yeah. You put it down to that one game. I think game three is a huge, I just think one, three, five. I mean, I'm always looking at those games in, this, in a seven game series. I'm always looking at those games as being pivotal, you know, inflection points in series. And Boston played really bad in game one. They bounced back. Jalen Brown played incredible in the first half of game two.
3: 25 points in the first half and five for five from three, I think it was. Yeah.
0: He like, was pissed off. He really was mad about the way he played in game one. And I love that bounce yeah, back reaction. Came, and so now we'll see what happens with game three. Because remember, the entire season changed on that tweet. Not that the tweet changed the season, but Jalen Brown's tweet said, you're going to see a shift in energy. And that's when Boston went from 24 and 26 to 24 and four. And they just right. flipped, flipped the switch and just started killing people. And so right. Jalen Brown really is an emotional leader. He really is a key component and even without Marcus smart playing and supposedly he could have played like the Boston Celtics in- insiders were saying that he had a chance to play but it was not just the shoulder but he's got a bad thigh contusion I guess they're trying to get healthy and so they sat him down for game two to give him the rest because they don't play again until Saturday which is insane it's <laughs> bullshit it is it's, it's
3: complete so Marcus he gets if a week
0: off. They play so they, they play Sunday, Tuesday, Saturday for this series. So ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. They should play Thursday. <laughs> nope. They're gonna play Saturday. So that gives Marcus Smart a lot of time to get healthy. So he should play game three, which is significant because if he was out for any you know, length of time, I'd be very concerned about Boston's opportunity to win the series. But game three is huge. I mean, it's a monster. Cannot wait for game. For game three. You're wearing the grizzly stuff. I am. Did the Warriors get Scott Fostered last night? Because it sure as hell looked like it to me in the end of that game. That was uh, a Scott Foster special. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but like our boy Rexy agrees with me. It's it's I mean. Look at he- Rexy. Look at Rexy. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, was, I mean, like, that's the way it looks. That's the way it looks. It just. um, It's strange how it keeps happening. Like, it's no,
0: it's not. It's not strange. It's don't don't say it's strange.
3: It, it's don't you, don't couch. It Can't be happened. explained away anymore. Don't couch it
0: by saying they need longer series. The Warriors were in position to win the game. And the Buffalo Wild Wings button got pushed. <laughs> we need, hey, hey, somebody in New York is like, oh, we need a series. It can't be two zero. It has to be a series. We can't have this. We, we, somebody do something. It's hey, Scotty. Here we go. Foul calls, travel calls, turnovers, weird calls. It wasn't travel on Clay. That was a travel.
2: Okay. I
3: mean. He said uh-huh. it on the, the announcer said it before it even was called. He's like, he's just travel, oh, traveling. Like
0: it was it's the NBA. We're calling traveling now. Okay. All right. Just, just so. I mean, clear. it was we're painfully
3: obvious okay. that was okay. a travel, but we're I guess you're, I mean, the, there's a lot of things. Yes. It's,
0: it's, it's <laughs> a, lot a lot of traveling. There's a lot of jaw hits the ground half the time when he does that hang in the air and then shoots it off. John's foot, it's the ground. He comes down, the ball goes up. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, the, they don't call real rules in basketball when it comes to the NBA. But, okay, we're going to call it for real. Fine. we don't. Fine. That's just really felt like Scott Foster got, got, got involved with that game last night. He's just always happy. a part of it. I mean, the Celtics did get over in game four was the only time we all thought Scott Foster was going to get involved. But every other game he's worked in the postseason, well, he did get involved. He came to make sure that the Nets got swept, maybe, maybe, <laughs> or tried it at the end because the free throws were really heavily on the Nets that was unbelievable. What and there were some very weird, yeah. weird ways of doing it. Yeah. So there's that. And, you know, here we are. Scott there was the a guy.
3: lot of fouls there. I mean, like, I didn't like that foul. Um, Brooks took out the... Oh, that was a bad foul. That was a bad foul. Peyton got,
0: broke, his, broke his elbow.
3: Yeah, that was bad. Horrible. Um, Draymond took that shot. That was inadvertent, I think, but maybe yeah.
0: not. Like The was... tweets around it were pretty funny, though. Like, Draymond, like, there, there's been a lot of things that, that have been going on here. You know, there's a lot of... Draymond Green is a very interesting. I don't know if you saw First Take at all today because I know you're at the dentist, but it's a, a viral clip going around. JJ Reddick uh, basically dunked on Mad Dog pretty pretty aggressively for the comments, the way he was describing. Essentially, he told Draymond Green to shut up and play. And JJ Reddick did? Yeah. And JJ Reddick basically said, well, not basically, he did say, he said, you're talking about athletes the way that Fox News. People talk about athletes, which you is said <laughs> specifically Fox news. Correct. On ESPN, on ESPN to MagDog Russo saying you're talking about athletes. The way that Fox news anchors talk about athletes. And it was like, whoa, <gasps> like you just dunked how's, on.
3: How's that going to go? Uh, is he into JJ or in mad dog?
0: I don't know. I don't know what they go. If I'm picking, I'm picking JJ personally. Cause I think he's got a far, far deeper career to go than mad dog. But like, This was always the fear about putting Mad Dog in this role as a boomer, 65, 70 year old white guy arguing about younger generational back black players and talking about. And and he was trying not to make it a race thing. And JJ was like, yeah, but you kind of are. And you know, like he's like he said, like no one wants to hear Draymond Green talk. And JJ said, well, actually, he hosts a podcast, and TNT signed him to a contract as a talent guy. So clearly, somebody wants him to talk, and someone enjoys him talking. Maybe not you or your generation, but young people like it. And like you just, it, that's you know, how it, the conversation went. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's it's JJ it later. Wow. JJ crushed him. Like JJ just absolutely dunked on Mad Dog, and it was and. Like Stephen A. Smith is just like sitting back with his arms folded going like, uh oh, just watching this whole thing unfold and just showed you like the polarization of Draymond Green, because I love him and I think he's phenomenally interesting and I love personality and I love people that understand that they can just talk. And he said it after game one, my reputation is my badge of honor. He likes it. He welcomes all of it. He brings it on, and somebody who understands that is can look at himself and realize how he's perceived, and then not change. Say, "This is just who I am." If you don't like it, okay, but this is what you're going to get from me. I I like Jim on Green. I'm a fan.
3: I do too. I don't like sometimes when he goes over the line and like you know causes the team to suffer. Like mm-hmm. I still think you know he went over the yeah, like he does He does stuff sometimes that you're just like, you didn't need to do that. I get why you did it, and you're not going to change, and that's fine. And he stays on character, and he does so many good things for that team. I mean, it's it, they they love him. There's no question about it. Um, I don't like when guys like Mad Dog go on and say stuff like that about, you know, have you ever been in an NBA game or an NHL game where to, like, People say stuff, it just ain't right. I mean, it it's not right. It doesn't be to the player you, make, you mean? Huh? To the player? Yeah. From a crowd? Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean it's awful. It's it, and just because they make 25 million, like I love what Draymond says after the game, you know, because they asked him about shooting people to finger. <laughs> when he got when he's leaving, his face is bleeding and they're cheering. And he shot them the finger. And they were like, why did you do that? You know, you shot the fans the finger. And he's like, they were cheering because I was hurt and bleeding, leaving. Like, what was I supposed to do? Yeah, I shot him the finger and I'll pay the fine. And yes, I'll be okay because I make $25 a year. I'll be okay. Like, what did he say that was wrong there? He didn't say nothing that was wrong.
0: He told the truth, but sometimes the truth is hard, right? You don't don't, don't want to hear the truth. You don't want that to come out. Because granted, I mean, that's the thing that one of the more interesting moments for me in my career, I don't know when you kind of realized it, if if you had a a similar experience. But one of the things that when I started covering professional athletes, the idea that these guys make so much more money than I'll ever make in my life and that they are in a position because of the fans and the crowd and everything else that goes on to it, that like at the end of the day, they're still a person they're still a human being and like we look at them as entertainment for us without recognizing that they're actually a person like that's someone's mom brother sister whatever right uncle cousin like there's a person playing that game and we as and fans oftentimes like just say that is a uniform not a human and so I don't like Draymond Green, but if you met Draymond Green in a boardroom or in a, in a happenstance in a coffee shop or something, you would never say any of the stuff that you say. You'd be right. like, wow, right. man, that's cool. How are you? You'd want to talk to him. You'd want to get to know him. Like if he was your friend, you'd be like, wow, that's really kind of cool. Yeah. Like fans, I think forget a lot of times that just because that playing surface is a stage, it doesn't mean that that's not a human being on, the, on, the, on that stage. Like it's still a person. Yeah, And they they disconnect that because, oh, you make so much money, you you have to take that. Yeah, there is something to that, I would agree. But he also can give it back to you if he wants. Right. And, <laughs> Draymond, and Draymond gives it back to you.
3: Yeah, he gives it back to everybody. And he doesn't, it, you, you're not, um, there's no exceptions. Like, I mean, you could be the owner, you could be the, right. the network president, you could be the peanut vendor. He'll you talk you to know, all the same. I had the very, very... I mean, I guess it's 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 a, a privilege to grow up around, I mean, I played baseball with a couple of the Pirates kids. Nice. I played hockey with some of the Penguins kids when I was five. I mean, so like, I just saw them as dads. Like, right. they would come to the rink and tie the skates just like my dad was doing, and then we would go watch them play at the Civic Arena against the Vancouver Canucks, and like I didn't know any better and then three years later, I lived next door to Jack Ham right. Jack Ham's an n f l Hall of Fame linebacker. He would come over and shoot hoops with us and stuff like and he would you know, so I got to see that these were people before there was money and all this other stuff the money- none of it mattered they were just a guy to me, so like. I'm always on a player side like that because I, I understood it. And I think that helped me when I became got into the media stuff. And I didn't understand why guys took it for granted. Like the guys that are dicks, <laughs> you know, and arrogant, like, Hey man, you're still just a guy. Like, can you answer my two questions so I can meet my deadline and have a soundbite? Like I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I'm legitimately asking you a question. Can you
0: can you help me out here? Yeah, cuz there is that angle as well, right? That the athlete looks down upon oh, people around them.
3: Well, it started to get that way when I was in college doing the internships cuz guys started making real money. Bob Benei was getting a yeah. million dollars a year. Like everything started to change. They didn't need the local media after that. They would do a couple national media things maybe, and that was it. And they start, so you started to see the divide there between the player and the media. But yeah, man, I I I didn't see it. I'm interested now to see it. I I when you get these guys that have been in the battles like JJ Redick get in the media,
0: he's gonna be good. JJ just starting. He's gonna he be don't really care. Good. Like well, you, the just, podcast, you, his podcast that got him started with the media. JJ's done a really good job of cultivating a media persona and personality, and he's super smart. Yeah. That's that's the fear factor. I think he's a triple threat. He's played the game. Right. He understands the game. He can explain the game. And he's whip smart. Yeah. And that's scary. I mean, he's got a I mean ESPN. If I was picking who I'd pick, Mad Dog or JJ, I'd pick JJ personally. I can do more I can do more long term with JJ than I can with Mad Dog. But hopefully neither one. I mean, I want to see them both talk more because I thought it was pretty interesting. Different generations talk about the game. All right. Tonight. Hurricanes and the Bruins. What do you make of this line? Minus 120 on the Hurricanes at home here. Same line as it was game one. Mm-hmm. But a, but. do you know what the margin now is between the Hurricanes and the Bruins this year? 20, 16
3: to one or something?
0: 22 to two. Oh, because of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 22 to two scoring. Four 0 oh, Hurricanes. And every win's been a blowout, but one, it was a three nothing win. <laughs> In lines 120. In lines
2: 120. Um man, I fell for it. I thought the Bruins were gonna win game one. Uh I can't fall for it again. I mean, you gotta lay it, don't you? No? No. I me. mean, you're wearing a Bruins hat. Are you gonna you're gonna actually pick the Bruins for real?
0: We'll get to it later. We'll get All into right. it. We're we'll going to do it later. Tampa's plus 114 at oh. Toronto. Lightning are 14-0 straight up this year after a loss. This is it. This is, this is the one. I'm, um, I was
3: thought the Lightning would play a more competitive game, mm-hmm. but that game ended with all five guys on the ice scrapping, looked like an old school, set the tone, send a message type atmosphere. Maple Leafs answered every single Bell, they delivered the first blow, took a five-minute major, Mm -hmm. and set the tone, and then scored and didn't look back. I cannot wait to watch this hockey game later. I cannot. I'm going to watch every second of this game, at least until somebody's up three goals. Then maybe switch (laughs) to to the Bruins and Carolina.
2: But I,
0: I really like to Tampa. I really like Tampa plus plus money. More on that. Later and better to book it. Wild, explain this to me. So Minnesota gets destroyed. They get destroyed at home, shut out at home by the Blues. The Blues own, much like the Hurricanes owning the Bruins. The Blues own the Wild. Minus 137 on the money line for Minnesota tonight? What is this? Feels like a complete setup.
3: Right? Feels like a complete setup. How in the hell do you explain this? I cannot explain this. This one has me um, either throwing up the white flag, like just move on, find something else to bet on. Because, I mean, how many times can I bet Minnesota and feel like a schmuck? I mean, really. <laughs> I just I just feel like a complete schmuck. Like this is the game. They're going to turn it around. This is the game. I just, I don't think it's right. I think the number is just got to be wrong. When... I, I can't do it again. I just feel like it I feel like a, a a dummy. I just don't want to do it. Wait, no. you like Minnesota here?
0: Mm-mm. I'm staying far away from this game. I want no part of this game. This game's hard. This is a hard game. This is a really hard game. I don't even know if it's under. Uh, the again, the I'd bet the over. These two teams have played every game except the last one had gone over. three games it, it was it, in three games, it was eight, ten, and eleven for goals scored. And then yeah, it was the four, first team in the playoffs at home is four nothing visitor. Yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> under and visitor.
2: Wow, completely off of right. everything, every thought. So, okay. so did you, did you go home and over? I don't. My head hurts. I don't. I don't know. It's a tough game. It's a hard. Yeah, I don't know. This
3: is one of those ones. Like you're right. Like just stay away. You don't hmm. have to bet every game. This is one I would
0: vote stay away. So, and then the final game tonight is equal to the what the bleep line. So the Oilers lose game one at home.
2: Tight game, though. And they're minus 210. How is that number right? Well, because
0: they, I mean, they were 200 in game one. So you have to go back and rinse and repeat. You can't put a different number up when they lose. You can't drop it to 150. No. Why? Because they're gonna bet the Oilers. Oh the numbers,
3: perception wise, they're bet much better of a team. That's I mean the series price was list was was even But aren't they
0: high. if you go with the same logic, shouldn't the hurricanes be more than minus 120 then? Yes. So then why is this 210 and that 120? Explain to me the logic on this. I don't because, get it. Because it's the Bruins are down 1-0. <laughs>
3: and this team is up 1-0. But the Bruins would be the more popular bet of the two. The Kings, surprisingly, Mm -hmm. would be the more popular bet of the two, at least here in Vegas. okay. Recognition wise. I mean, you know, Edmonton has Connor McDavid and all that stuff, but ask the general public, Edmonton Oilers or LA
2: Kings. I think you're going to get more LA Kings just by name recognition. So you can't, I don't know. It's,
3: it's, it's, just, you can't <laughs> drop it too much because you're just going to get that bag of money on the favorite. You know, you can't drop it. You know what they're going to bet. So you leave it up there and see if you can get a bet on the dog. This is the game the favorite bounces back. No.
2: Yes.
0: But I mean, again, it's when it's 210. <laughs> It's too expensive mm. for me. I just don't get it. i Just, I just, I just don't get it. I mean, I don't. I, I, all the lines tonight on the money line, I'm confused by them all. I, I just, I'm like, okay. I'm like, I sure, I'm taking plus money tonight. That's what I'm eyeballing for for money lines. I wouldn't mind betting all four money lines tonight. All four dogs? Yeah, I think you. I think you'll win money tonight if you, you Go all two four. and two. Yeah, I mean,
3: you go two and two, you win money.
0: Correct. Bet all four dogs. And, then you, and you'll win money
2: tonight.
3: Ooh. I don't know. That's, that's. I mean, two and two last night, right? Mm-hmm. Penguins and Caps won. The
2: Caps were a really nice price. So you definitely made money last night. Um, Which favorite do you feel strongest about? To lose or win? To win of the four games. Oilers. Has to be. I don't think Kings are very good. Kings Kings just got... I mean, I think, unfortunately, I think...
3: Mike Smith tried to clear the puck. He's the goalie for you people that don't know. Mike Smith is the goalie for Edmonton, who continues to find ways to make bad, plays. unfortunate errors in crucial <laughs> moments. With six minutes to go in a game, decide to try to clear the puck up the middle. Never clear the puck up the middle. It's always up the boards. And... Resulted in a goal and a Kings held on. Yeah, Edmonton's probably the safest favorite. Also the biggest favorite.
2: Which, again, lost last two days ago. Right. I don't know. I'm liking Carolina. Oh, me and you were going
0: to fight. Good. Okay. We'll get into that later. Uh, All right. So Philly tonight, plus eight against Miami. I have a play in the total we'll get to later. But what do you make of this? Because I I feel like Philadelphia is raising the white flag. Like, oh really? Yeah, I I I don't I don't know how much fight this team's got. Do you see the the, the videos of of Maxi and Harden on the bench?
3: Yeah, he got Maxi got called down to the end of the bench. I I did a podcast this morning <laughs> with newbie. Okay, and he said I got called down to the end of the bench. Okay, it's a good cover. They're making it. They're making okay. it. Not much ado about nothing. Okay. Sure. I haven't seen the video
0: yet, so I I, I presume preserve It doesn't look good. It it looks like really bad body language. Like, really not not like. I'm
3: sure there's some frustration. There's the whole city's frustrated. And B can't play. They're a mess without him. Yep.
2: They have no shot without him. No shot. He don't play. Is this a sweep? Probably. Son of a... Just
0: because Miami defensively is so good. They're so hard to play against. And if you don't have the firepower, I don't think Philly scores 100 points tonight. Ugh. Scored 92 in game one. I don't think they score 100 tonight. Two, oh, eight and a half. Let's play to the under
2: again. It's up a point. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
3: Two hundred on two, oh, eight and a half. I'm on,
2: I'm on the other side.
3: Oh, circus at 207 and a half. So they're already moved down.
2: That's what it was last night when I bet it. It was 207. And a half. 207 and a half? Mm-hmm. Oh, you bet over? Oh. Okay. No. All right. No, no, no. Not betting the over in this Philly. Can't score. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say that's a- this game has route written all over it. Route! To me, this has this has one ten
0: eighty five. <laughs> what? Just like the boys, on, just <laughs> like the boys on the Map Free Hammered on. Hammer what? <laughs> no, nope. This has route written all over it to me. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think Philly won. T- I think Philly knows they're overmatched, and I don't think they have a lot it's of money.
3: Game. What if they win? They go home tied one okay. one. He puts the Phantom of the Opera mask on, comes out.
0: Well, oh, no, if he's playing, it's a different story. He's going to be down 2-0. I don't think Miami loses tonight. Shit. And then you're down 2-0, going home, game three, and you're going to force Embiid to play, and he takes one big smack to the face, and he's toast. It's a broken orbital bone. You don't... That's not a quick that fix. Hurts. That hurts. That hurts the touch. That is a brutal injury. Basketball. Elbow um, to the face. You numb it up, but you get cracked once. You get one hard rebound. You get one elbow by mistake. You get one shoulder in the wrong place. <laughs> Uh-uh. That is an awful injury. How
2: do you Plus run up concussion? and
0: down a court with that, like,
3: thing? That's, yep. that, that's, that's the hard part. Forget about it. I mean, you know it hurts when you touch.
2: Yeah, I sucks. just
3: got to run up and down a court that it's got to be bothering. Them. Ugh.
2: Yeah.
0: Sucks. Absolutely sucks. Suns money coming in. Suns now up to six and a half tonight up against the Mavericks. Another team that I think is in deep trouble tonight.
2: Oh. You're going... Suns tonight. Oh, I thought you'd come back with the
0: Mavs. No, that was the game. Game one was their chance. I would have bet game two. I was going to bet Mavs game one, Suns game two. Suns should not have covered in game one. That three should have been hit. We should have covered. We didn't. Mm. They were up by 21 points at one point. They they took their foot off the gas. They don't in game (laughs) two. (laughs) Seven Speed said,
3: fade back. What?
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> good <laughs>
3: We're do that. Yeah. I'm not fading you here I'm not
2: uh, I, I like the Suns um, they controlled that game a lot of that game
3: fourth quarter yeah the, the the Mavs came back but it's pretty clear it's let Luka do his thing and stop everybody else Brunson had his worst game in the playoffs didn't win he couldn't get that many shots um it's going to take a herculean effort for the mavericks to win and again we say it every day when we talk about the games and talk about taking the points i want to have a shot to win the game it's going to it just seems like it's too daunting of a task for the mavs to win this game in can't Phoenix. stop baiting
0: they can't stop baiting they have no answer for deandre Aiton. They got big problems because once they have to collapse down on Aiton, then everyone else gets loose and, and it's see you later. Yeah. They get torched, completely yeah. torched. By the way, Spectrum Sportsnet is doing like this whole presentation. Today is the start to the countdown to the all-star game. I've been, I've been like watching this behind the camera there. a little. I mean, it's crazy. They had a whole big press conference. They've got a whole video series going for the
3: MLB all-star game. Yeah. In for LA. Steve.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's going to be
3: spectacular.
0: I've never seen this before. I've never seen like this big of a hype up for the all-star game like this. Like this is well, a,
3: it's in LA, you know, you know right. trying to get some people to go.
0: This is a hype machine that they're putting yeah. up right now, trying to get people excited for this. Like they got the yeah. whole team they had, they had ever like all they had six players up on the podium. They had uh, all MLB network talent there. Yep. And now they have a whole like special interview going on with Steve Garvey talking about his career and mm-hmm. I wonder. I I have Steve Garvey's number on my phone. We should we should pull Steve Garvey at some point. Steve Garvey's number in your phone? He used, used to do my Garvey used to do my radio show all the time. What? Yeah, yeah. I, I had Garvey on a, a bunch. So that's I awesome. Got, I got Steve to know him. Garvey was one of my favorite players when he was a Dodger. Oh, really? Yeah. He tells great stories. He's, in, he's a fun and he's cool with gambling, too. So it's fun. So he will talk. Nice. About it. I'll, talk, I'll talk gambling, too. I'll talk everything. Uh, all right. So we'll do more in and, and, and better to book it here. All right. I know we
3: don't talk much. You like see. the total, by the way, in the Suns game over or under
0: in over. Phoenix. Over. over.
3: And then we're going to flip it when we go to Dallas.
0: Correct. Game three is the under. OK. Like, yes, going over. Only way it doesn't go over is if it's a complete blowout, like really bad blowout. So. All right. Right, right. right. Oh, I guess MLB is taking over downtown LA. Wow. They they just showed.
3: I, Holy crap. I told you that's why I was like, when we talked about that other thing, I was like, right. you know, because they say they mentioned they mentioned it to me, you know, now that I'm here, can I would I go to LA? I said, Of course. It's a quick drive, short flight, whatever.
2: So we'll see. Wow. The yeah, All-Star game I'm, is huh. That's interesting. They're, they're just showing some of the
0: specs as to what they're going to do in downtown LA. They're taking over all that area that we were down there for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's all going to be MLB draft I mean, MLB all-star stuff. Oh, where media row was and all that in stuff? downtown LA all, yeah. all in that area at Staples center, all that okay. stuff. Okay. That's yeah. all going to be MLB takeover. Nice. nice. We got Kershaw on the mic now talking about it. My gosh, I don't like the All Star Game, but this is getting me interested in the All Star Game. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. That's, that's a little bit of a different hype train that I've seen before for the All Star Game. I don't know, maybe every city does this. I just never see it up. But I'm, I, I was watching the Dodger game last night, so this was just on the TV. So, oh okay, uh, Dodgers and the Giants. Was, I was watching that late night last night on the TV. Nice. Now I just turned on and it was, this is on. So, Thanks. all right, let me. Talk quickly here about UFC 274 because it's a pretty big card coming up here this weekend. I know you're not you like watching it. I'm kind of more into it than you are on these things. But the Oliveira Gaethje fight is gonna be unbleeping believable. Can't wait. So here's the quick breakdown. Okay, Oliveira is 32-8-0. Oh. Gaethje is 23-3. This is for the lightweight belt. Man, Oliver has been just unbleeping believable. He has beaten, last three fights, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler, and Dustin Poirier. It's an unbelievable run through this division. That's good. Chandler, the win for Gaethje was really impressive. I bet Gaethje to beat Chandler, and he took care of business. He lost to Habib, and then he beat Tony Ferguson. This fight, for those of you who might not be into the UFC... This fight's going to be unreal. Like this is a five round absolute war and stopping Justin Gaethje is not going to be easy by any means, but I got to be honest. These are the fights that always worry me to bet because I would lean Oliveira here to win and keep his title, but I'm really concerned about the dog here. What does this price tell you at minus 188?
3: Tells me that the dog has a small chance, but Oliveira is enough of a of a favorite that he should be the favorite. Yeah, I'm leaning Oliveira right now. I've seen this too many times, but Gechi, how do you say Gechi?
2: Gechi, yep, Justin Gechi. Um, the loss to Habib. There's no shame in that. Everybody. No, and, it, and this fight could That's go very
0: similarly. Like right. basically, what what Gaethje's been saying this week is basically saying like, in order to get me on the ground, you're gonna have to go through hell to get me on the ground. And Oliveira's like, eh. I don't need you on the ground because Gaethje, because he he can he's he's guillotine guys standing up, right? So he's like, I don't really, I can submit you on the feet, buddy. Like I don't need to submit you on the ground, right? oh okay (laughs)
3: that's what i mean like olivera seems like such a badass
0: yeah he's 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 so in this weight class he's so good
2: yeah
3: yeah
0: he's just he's that he's that
3: good so um has this thing moved at
0: all not really because the betting really doesn't start until friday i mean the the weigh-ins i never bet until the weigh-ins i mean I, i never i i don't put any money down until these guys hit the scales so once you know you have a fight once you know that that everyone made weight and we're all good then the money comes in then the line movement really starts but i think is right i think a two-to-one favor is is almost two-to-one favor is is right for Oliveira. i think okay. gaethje is live uh, but A part of me says, you know, you start looking at the totals of these fights and by decision or by submission, but I do think Oliveira is going to win this fight on Saturday night. It's
2: going to be fun. That's
3: my first thought. I I, I like to see the weigh-ins like we used to. It's so funny. We used to, in the risk room, and even in the books, when I was in the books, you start to see the popularity of this UFC five years ago, and I would be like, put the weigh-ins on sound. What do you mean? Put the weigh-ins on the sound. When I was in a risk room, I wanted to see it and hear it. Right. It's
0: fun, hype. And that and- was back when the weigh-ins were done in front of – it was actually the weigh-ins were done in the afternoon and people were there for the weigh-ins. Yes. Now the weigh-ins are ceremonial in front of the fans and the real weigh-in happens on the morning, Friday morning, in front of the media.
2: Oh,
3: okay. All so right. it, so- it
0: changed because they they changed the rules because fighters were having such a tough time making weight in the afternoon – 'cause it's really hard on Friday. You wait till all the way till three o'clock, four o'clock. You weigh the lightest in the morning. So okay you sleep, okay. you get up, you don't have to suffer through the whole damn day mm. of not eating and not drinking. And okay. that's how that's how Habib his organs shut down. That's how you start to have fighters with medical problems because they have cut so much weight to make okay. to make weight they're going hours before they actually hit the scales. So they changed it to make it a Friday morning weigh in now. So you sleep, you get up, don't worry about it, go right to the scale, get on it, weigh in and then hydrate and get ready for the fight.
3: That makes sense. Well, that was always an event. So we started putting it on with sound on Fridays and it would get the fight hyped. We'd immediately take one or two bets just from that, Mm. but it would be people buzzing in the book about the fight. So I like to watch. That's kind of my routine. I'll watch the weigh-ins and see. I love. Uh, I think you can. Uh, as a fight guy, do you glean much as far as what a guy
0: looks like at the weigh-in? Hundred percent. It's huge if, for. Me. If he's struggling or he huge. looks emaciated or it's actually even. I mean, I used to love to go. I don't do it much. I don't do it anymore because of this show and whatnot. But I used to go to the to to the weigh-ins for the media, and I used to like to watch. I want to know how fast are they diving for a bottle of water when they get off the scale? Like, are they sucked in so much Mm. that they have taken Mm. so much out of their body that the weight cut has taken their energy and it's a five round fight and they're not going to be anywhere near what they should be. Or do they look good? Was the weight cut easy? Are they able to cut five, 10 pounds and it's no big deal and we're all good. Or are Mm -hmm. they cutting 20 pounds overnight? Like what are the, how much weight are they cutting to get down? So I mean uh who do you, when I the, the most I've ever heard is um Stephen Bonner told me that he cut 18 pounds in 12 hours once.
3: How's that even humanly possible?
0: You basically go sauna into a into a hot tub, wrap yourself, you cover yourself in Epsom salt and this like um sweat type of material of, of substance you put on your body and it just sucks every bit of moisture out of your body it's extremely dangerous Man. 18 pounds in 12 hours like how the hell did you even, even stay conscious I, of that
3: right like i, I don't even sound real
0: I, yeah, I can't your brain breathe. that's where your brain gets into problems and that's i've talked about this before but that's how, how i think juliana pain won one and beat amanda nunez i think amanda nunez cut so much weight that her brain was so dry that you get hit with jab and it feels like you're getting hit with a 2 by 4 because your brain has no moisture it's just your bet your brain is banging against your skull and you're all out of whack Ooh, it's tough it's the it's the one part of fighting that it, it, i never did it i wasn't a wrestler guys who are wrestlers are like that's nothing i do that all the time okay i get it you guys did that and it's part of your sport you know it's part of the culture of your sport to cut weight but man cutting weight is something.
3: I used to eat lunch in high school with the, a couple of the wrestlers, the 132s, the 119s. I was like I mean, they would be laying there on the, on on the table. Like they had a match that night. Yep. It would be barely alive to make weight. <laughs> and, and, yeah, yep. and I'm like like this one kid's name was Joe Wilson. I was like, "Joe, seriously, what are you doing? Is it worth it?" He's like, "I got to make weight, man. I got to make weight." Like, "Joe, How are you going to wrestle? You can't even keep your head up. Yeah. This ain't good. You can't do this. No, I got to make weight. I got to make weight. There's like they were skinny little guys. I mean, they were beasts. They were animals. But I remember thinking at the time, I don't know how you do this. And now I Mm -hmm. see these guys taking shots
0: to the head. Right. Wrestling, there's no punching and kicking going on now in in UFC. Right. That's why I think on the scale matters. And I get really – I mean, there have been large, loud cries for adjusting the weights, adjusting the weight cuts, adjusting, you know, having weigh ins be on Thursday. So you're not cutting weight dramatically and having systematic, like you would weigh in on Monday and yeah, then on as,
3: Friday. As much as you can lose that weight that fast, you can gain
0: that weight that fast
3: too. Right. So that's and, the bullshit of it too, right? right. You can't 100%. do percent. I
0: mean, there are fighters in this weight class who are at 155 who fight at 175 in the octagon. They cut down to 155 they, and then they blow up to 175 because they put – In 20,
3: 24 hours?
0: Yes. They will re, they will rehydrate because it's just a – your body is just a sponge. So like you just suck all the moisture out and then you whoop hydrate right back up so and you come right back and you can add that water weight really and fighters get to know what they feel more, most comfortable with for fighting but yeah i mean there are especially the heavyweights if, if you're a light heavyweight it drops down to 201 guys of that size can get up to 220 easy in 24 hours right back up so that's part of the problem too because these guys aren't actually fighting on fight night at this weight so part of the morning weigh-in trying to help fighters actually enables them to hydrate and get heavier because they go Friday morning at 9 a.m. They fight Friday Saturday night at 10 p.m. So you've got like 36 hours to hydrate back up to get good to go. Of so, course, Stevie Mac was a high school wrestler. Of course
3: he was. Yes, Thanks look at the perfect arms. Set. The arms alone. would End
0: me. of security
3: yes. for the BVB. Got to figure yes. out a way to get this kid a job. Uh, one
0: quick comment on the co-main and thug rose is going up against Carla, Carla Esparza. Uh, she's a big favorite, minus two twenty. She should be a big favorite at minus two twenty. I I know they're trying to make this into something. I love Rose Namhunis. I think her win over Way Lee was so impressive. The knockout when she was telling telling herself, I'm the best in the world and the best in the world. And she kicked her in the head and knocked her out, had the rematch, went five rounds. It's not controversial, but she won. Some people were not 100% sure she won the fight, but I thought she won the fight. And now she's back here again. I don't know. I I have a tough time with female fights betting. I have had less success handicapping female fights for whatever reason. I'm not great at it, but I do think Thug gets this done coming up in the co-main. So usually a favorite and over situation.
3: I just know from booking the fights, Yeah, women's fights were favored over
0: more often than not. Makes sense because you don't see finishes as often. They tend. Yeah, I
3: mean, forget about the Ronda Rousey run and all that stuff. Like it, just the regular week to week or pay per view to pay per view women's fights. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: It just got to the point where I would jack the favorite up twenty cents from what everybody else had to try to get a bet on the dog. Okay, and I would make it if it was four and a half over minus fifty-five. I'd make it over minus seventy. I would add 15 cents to try to get a bet on the under because I wanted to need the over because it seemed like they went over more than they did. So fair. this card, by the way, I mean, it says 15 fights. Yeah, that's normal.
0: You'll lose one one or two on the way. But yeah, that's typical. Is that Donald Cerrone? Is that the cowboy guy? Correct. Cowboy Cerrone. Yep. He's still fighting. Yep. And I don't think he should be, but. I mean, he won't fight for a title ever again. He, he's he won't fight for
3: 170.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's just he, the, oh. the UFC has a lot of these guys. Their names, yeah. they fight four or five times a year, and they just generally fight a young and upcoming kid who has a chance to make a name for himself because he beat Donald Cerrone. Hey. Card's good. Cards, cards, solid top to bottom. It's, it's, it's. You know, I don't always say that it's worth betting, or, or, or paying for a pay per view because I think seventy five dollars for an event is ridiculous. But I mean, Joe Izon is a good name. I mean, he's he's actually he, he's a journeyman too. That's a that's a fun fight. Wait, this uh, is down in Phoenix. Yeah. Oh man, Chandler Ferguson's a absolute like crazy fight like that. It, That fight on a main card is stupid, and you might you might say the winner of Chandler Ferguson is going to win the fight. The winner of Oliveira Mm. Gaichi—that's a barn burner of a fight. Like I I would say, I'm actually more interested in Chandler
3: Chandler Ferguson. Yeah, it's minus three thirty. What kind of barn burner
0: is that? Because Tony Ferguson being a three a plus three dollar dog is nuts. I think that's just not He got a shot to win the fight? Yeah, 100%. 100%. He has a shot to win the fight. Just based on that line, I think you're crazy. I want to book okay. that one right now. I yeah, I I think there's definite value on Tony Ferguson okay. against Michael Chandler. I think it's uh-huh. Chandler is younger. A lot of people are going to bet him. People think Ferguson's washed up. I don't think Tony Ferguson's washed up. Just my personal my personal opinion of the dude—he's not had a great run lately, so that's part of the the the, the problems with Ferguson. But man, <laughs> that that that's a main event fight. That's that's not a that's not like it's it's a pay per view fight. It's on the main card. That, that that's a title fight right there. I mean. A three eighty
3: five favorite is a title fight.
2: What is? Yeah,
0: it? What he's time? lost three straight fights. He lost to he lost to Gaethje, he lost to Oliveira, and he lost to Darush in his last fight, which was somewhat shocking. Who but Chandler? Ch- no, uh, Ferguson. But Chandler's lost his last two fights too. He lost to Oliveira and he lost to Gaethje. So I don't think that line's right. I think that line's a mess. Personally. Wow. Okay. Tony Ferguson is an is a Hall of Famer. I mean this this is this is one of the best fighters ever in this weight class. So. Interesting. H- okay, him so at we'll plus keep an th-
2: eye on that.
0: Yeah, him at plus 300. Oh boy. That is a that is a very interesting line. Wait a second. <laughs> Canelo fights this weekend too? Here in Vegas. Yep. We'll do that tomorrow. I was holding that for tomorrow. And Bevel's live. Straight up. Bevel is live to win that fight. I got my boxing dudes all over this. I I I've been getting Damn, tweets and texts from people. My boxing people are like, one, bet the over. It's going, it's going over. So that's the one Two, bevel by decision is a, is a phenomenal bet.
3: Wow. Five, to one. Yep. Favorite plus 400. Yep. Oh. And bet the draw. Bet the draw. We got bet. a gambling show. now, P. We can't be recommending the draw. I don't think that's a really, it's, do you think it's live
0: for real? I was there when they, when this is Canelo Alvarez is never losing a decision in Vegas. Never, but it will give him a draw. And I was there when it happened. Triple G Canelo won. That was crazy. I watched it happen. Bevel is a bigger version of triple G. Huh? Very similar fighting styles going to go forward, going to throw bombs. We'll try to hurt Canelo to the body. It's, I can't, I'm, fu- I'm actually really pissed off. This is the first boxing fight that I'm not covering that I'm mad that I'm not covering it
2: <sighs>
0: and I should have been, I just, it just, it snuck up on me and I didn't, and I've got things going on. So I was like, man, I can't cover that. That stinks because that fight is going to be unbelievable to watch 99.9% of the people when I was there for Canelo one, tri- triple G one and triple G two, it was 95, five. This is 99.9% people in that building are going to be there for Canelo Alvarez on Cinco de Mayo weekend here in Vegas. Oh, okay. Oh, this, oh, th- this, oh. is, this is Mexico in that in MGM Grand Arena. Oh. Mexico is inside. Like, we're not in America anymore. We're in Mexico. So every time I've seen Triple G, I've seen Canelo Alvarez fight more than any other fighter in my career covering sports. I think oh, I've wow. Been, okay. I think I've been to seven Canelo fights so far. Oh, nice. And so every kid fights two times a year, May and September. Right, Cinco right, de Mayo right. in Mexican right. Independence Weekend. So it's when, uh, every two times a year, always in Vegas, always sellouts. So I've seen a ton of these fights. Triple G won the first fight, won the second fight, draw, and, and lost. Disagreed both decisions. He won 7-5 on both both my cards. Canelo won both. I mean, Triple G won both fights against Canelo. Bevel is going to be... I, we'll, we'll talk more about tomorrow, but I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait for that fight Saturday night awesome awesome sport i was today.
3: gonna say maybe we go to phoenix to hell
0: with that maybe we go to this fight you find an angle i'm there i would love to go to that and then you you'll experience it it's crazy when they sing the net the, the mexican national anthem oh it's wild oh my freaking god the whole i went place. to a
3: lot of oscar de la jolla fights yep. down there for that you know and it's kind of he's an american insane. he's probably yeah a, but they mexican american brought- but he brought the Mexicans. True, I mean they take over. It's 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 fun. The atmosphere, the fight crowd is different. It's yep. different
0: than anything, and that's why it's so hard for a judge to award the dog the the other side, the B side, on right. on, a, on a card, because Canelo is worth so much bleeping money. Oh. To market, it just he'll never lose a decision. You have to knock that dude out, and the way that they say he loses is by draw. They go, oh, it's, it's a draw. Can't give him a loss. Just give him a draw. We'll do it again. Run it back. Part two, double the money. That's interesting. It's, that makes sense. You will never lose a decision here in Nevada. It will never happen. Never wow. bet the other side by decision without betting the draw. You got to bet them both. We'll do that more tomorrow. Okay. All right. Betprep.com prop of the day. Still, Excuse it. me. Missed yesterday, unfortunately. How about only one three attempt in that game by Grayson Allen? Strange. Whole game was strange. Whole thing was very weird. Going to Spencer Dinwiddie with a Mavericks tonight. Over two and a half assists for Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't mind this, but because I like Phoenix, I'm in the same boat. I'm afraid of it again. Because what happens if it's a complete blowout? And all the numbers in the game flow is totally out the window. So, minus 130. According to bet prep, this should be higher because Dinwiddie's averaged 5.2 assists per game this year. Last game against the Suns, he had four assists in game one. In five of his last seven games in the postseason, he's had three or more. In 30 of his last 39 games on the road this season, he's averaged five assists per game and gone over 27. Of the 31 games after a loss, he has averaged 5.4 assists per. Why is this two and a half? It's juiced Hmm. minus 130, but it feels like too low of a line. No? How many assists do you have in game one? Uh, In game one, four.
2: Man, it's slow. He plays. He gets basketball. I mean... Um, I don't know why I'm thinking under, huh? I am. It feels like that
3: number is just too low. I don't know why it's that low. I feel like I'm missing something. Like this feels like a complete throwing that hook out. Say yeah, he doesn't get four, five. Why is it two and a half? He ends up with one or two. I would, I would, I would say I would book this one.
0: Okay. I like the over, but I'm also afraid. I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't bet it simply because of the fact that I think the game flow, just like last night, could be a problem. Yeah. If you get a blowout, everything's out the window. What do you do? Yeah, if you get a blowout, you're 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 basically toast. Yep. So that's yeah. that, that. would be my concern. If it's a close game, then I think he's live to go way over this to have four or five assists easy. Right. But blowout worry. Blowout is my like. Uh oh! Not what. Not
3: what we want to happen. Has the ball and
0: distributes. You know, it's like it's
3: it's hard for the secondary guys. He's looked to when he when he gets the ball along with Brunson, they don't want him to give it back. Shoot. Right. So him getting assists, I don't I'm not I'm not in favor of. I don't I don't really like it.
0: Yeah, it it definitely scares me on that for sure. All right, time now for Bet It or Book It being brought to you by Fliff. GetFliff.com, $25 deposit bonus with that promo code props. When you can sign up for a new account, GetFliff.com. All right, Speaking of the Suns. Bet it last night. Suns minus six against the Mavericks. I don't like the Mavericks chances tonight. Are we betting or booking Suns minus six? Betting it.
3: I think we got a lot of the same game. Okay. This is, this is Suns controlling a lot of it. The Mavs may get there, you know, to cover. I don't really like the Mavs to win. I think so. they keep their foot on
0: the gas this time. I think you're right. I mean, they're so yeah. well coached. They were up 21 points going in, into the fourth quarter. And then it just got whittled away, whittled away, slow, slow, slow.
2: And then it, found up, it wound up seven. Should have been Probably four. Should have been four.
3: Legitimately up going to the fourth quarter for the first time in a while. Right? They've True. been chasing.
2: Yeah. Right.
3: In the fourth quarter when Booker was hurt. Yep. I mean, like even the back end of the season, they they were not disinterested because they won 60-something games, but... Right. We talked about them being the best third quarter, fourth quarter teams in basketball. So they got put in that, they put themselves in that position up 20 in the fourth. What do we do? Well, we empty the bench and we let the team come back and
2: we let them come back. I mean, you're right. I think different mentality. Guess down. Let's go. I'm betting it. Game two, 207 and a half, Philly and Miami.
0: I'm betting under oh six straight games from Miami have gone under for the last five for the for the the Sixers have gone under I do not think this game goes over I think this game is a blowout I do not believe that we're seeing a 95 point total here I think hundreds out of the question in my mind but they might get there but I think if it happens they could win the game and I could be wrong okay. But I think if Philly wins the game, the under's hitting. So nah. I think I, I think I have a couple different ways of pl- of getting to the under versus betting the over. So Miami wins. I think the over could come in, but I think Philly doesn't score. Philly wins. It's like a one hundred two,
2: one hundred one game, and I'm going under two and seven and a half.
3: How did we do yesterday
0: with
2: bettor bucket?
0: Uh, two and two. Oh, because I think I. I bet all of your places. Correct. Right? Yes. Ha. Basketball got there. Baseball got there. Twins scored seven themselves, mm. so they won seven yeah. to two. And then the hockey game was that. Would I use my word? it was a very wonky hockey game. They called wonky. everything in that game. It's like, yeah. can you please stop calling penalties? Can you please stop giving two man advantages? Yeah. Please stop doing that. Like yeah. you just like you, you're greasing it for the over. It was two to one going into the second, going into halfway through the second period. I'm like, I might be okay. And then bang, 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 bang. (laughs) Goal, 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 goal. Okay, I'm dead. Three, three going into the third period. I'm dead. Yeah.
3: Um, I like this. I like this as well. Uh, We'll bet this because I agree with your assessment that the Sixers win. It's very, very likely to go under. The Heat win. The path to victory is through defense for them, which would lead to more under possibilities. I think it's an under game for sure.
0: Okay. I like it. To hockey, I think we both no, I think we agree and disagree. Tampa Bay plus 116 in a zigzag bounce back to get a W here. Even the series one game apiece. Betting your book Tampa plus one sixteen.
3: Um I don't know if we're falling for it or what, but I'm with you. Got to see Toronto do it again before I go. Okay.
0: Actually, I'm a Toronto fan. I'm actually angry that it was that easy.
3: Well, it wasn't easy. I mean, they got a lot of. I mean, they got a guy ejected who had to take a minor. They got beat up. There was guys leaving the ice bloody. There was. I mean, but Jack Campbell got a shutout at home. Jack Campbell's the goalie. Got a shutout at home for the Maple Leafs. Against Tampa: against Tampa, I mean, if Tampa gets a two goal lead tonight, if it's two nothing, three one, like they're going to start coming at him in in Toronto. like, and I've taken that line that you gave me from someone else about the leaves falling in the spring, <laughs> and everywhere I've used it, I've given <laughs> you credit and dropped the show. But wow. I'm like, um,
2: it's a, it's, a, it''s a home run out of the park. Tampa wins the hockey game tonight. Finally, tell
0: me why you like the Hurricanes, because I am going on a gut play here. Bruins have lost four games, 22-2. to two.
2: <laughs> This That's is their side. season.
0: That's your side right there. You say it. Go ahead. Keep going.
2: Bruins money lined. Bruins even the series. They find a way to get it done tonight. I'm booking the shit out of
3: this. (laughs) I'm not just booking this. I'm booking the shit out of this. There's no, I, I felt a double B backwards play. Yeah. I fell for (laughs) this. I fell for this the first time and I watched that game and listen, they, the Bruins were great in the
0: first period. And And that's why I think they're live because it got crazy, man. It got away from them. Right. I mean, it got away from them. It was five one. They pulled the goalie, but the third and the fourth goals Bruins hit posts. Oh, Bruins were physical. They got a bunch of bad breaks in that yeah. game. Yep. Yeah. They've got to score first tonight. They've oh, if
3: they to, score first, they win, I think. they like, got to that, score it, first. It's that close. Um, But even then, as long as they keep it within one goal and they can score, I think they're okay. They just get down two, and now Carolina's just. Jesus. And that barn is oh, that place is rocking. Oh my gosh.
0: Tough, tough, tough to come back yeah. in that barn. So
3: I I'll, I'll I'll book this one. Believe me, I'm rooting for Boston. I I, I, I wanna see I want to see more games in this series just selfishly because like if the Penguins win, they gotta play the winner of this series, right? Yep. Yeah. So I hope they go seven and I hope they play three overtimes. And if Boston wins and you win your bet, that's great. I just want to see more games.
0: <laughs> Stevie Max said wearing trash bags, dipping to spit out the extra water in your saliva, jogging, starving, sweat, sweat, sweat. <laughs> Not to mention the laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> cutting weight is so brutal. Sounds it's terrible. It's terrible. I, I I only did it for my for, for, for my boxing fight. I wasn't even like cutting weight. I was like slowly losing weight to get down to under 201. And like I had four, I think it was like five pounds to lose in five days. It was nothing, but it was, it wasn't fun. Like it was uncomfortable. Couldn't imagine having to lose that. Like over the course of an hour, lose five pounds in two hours. Yeah. The time crunch of it all is, 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 is
3: terrible. Like when you got to lose two pounds in like you said, in three
0: hours or something, what, what am I doing right now? I don't know. Well, the guys get on the scale and they have to lose like like half a half you know half a pound, and they get up, they get put on the clock. We get to go back into the sauna or take a laxative or go for. A I
3: run. remember when I was a kid, we were playing pee wee football, and one of the kids didn't make weight. He he was so mad, and I remember thinking that sucks. He's been practicing with us. We were twelve, and he was a little you know he was stout. He was portly. He, yeah. he had he was fat. And I mean, you know, I, I ain't talked to him a long time. Yeah. yeah, He was fat and he tried so hard to lose weight and he just, he was over by like two pounds. He couldn't play. He was so mad. That was like, coach, let him play. He could take my spot, you know? And it's like, no, you you didn't make weight. That's the rules. I remember thinking, ah, that sucks. You got to know you're going to make weight before you get on that scale. Can't not make weight.
0: Well, normally, I mean, yeah. That's that's the shame of it all. That like you do all that work. But the other oh. side of it is when your opponent doesn't make weight, gets to make weight. And you have to decide whether or not you want to fight, or it's a title fight and the belt comes off the table because it has to, you have to be both on weight for it to be a title fight, and you've trained for months, and you suffered and you did the work and your opponent doesn't. That really sucks. I want to beat that guy up more. Right, that really sucks, and that's where like the professionalism comes in. And there's a whole, there's a Ooh, lot. Oh, that's a of, tough one. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: I've been working. I don't three, get paid because you ate too much food, and I can't fight for the belt. And like, because you didn't take it seriously. And some of the, I always laugh when some of the guys just don't give a crap, and they like they come in like three and a half pounds over. They're like, yeah, fuck it. I, I yeah. So I didn't make weight. So what? <laughs> it's like, dude, like you just can't do that. Like it's your profession. Like I, you can't do that. But the women part of it is really rough because as guys, we don't know what water gain from being on your period is like. Oh, so they—that's we what it's know.
3: Like. Me and you know it's ocean of estrogen. They talk right. about this well, it's non-stop. They right. complaining
0: about it. right, but oh. on a fight perspective, when you're trying to drop weight and your body is physically saying no, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, we're not doing this. Like you can try to lose oh. it, but you can't. That's tough. Like that's that's significant. That's really hard. So, all right, favorite thing about today is what?
3: Man, who just had an idea in the chat? He says, he wishes we came on after Pat. Yeah. Oh, crap.
0: Yep. How are we going to do I that? Saw, I saw that too.
3: Um, so my favorite thing about today is is uh, my dentist appointment. Right? Like these medical professionals and people that do this stuff for a living. Yep. It is so hard. And I have never been more appreciative of going to do these things. So I'm okay. And- I go to the dentist's office, I walk in, they tell me i got to fill out all the paperwork. I said, I just filled out the paperwork last time I was here. <sighs> you know, she's like, yeah, but you got to fill out all the new paperwork. I said, it's the same paperwork I filled out last time. It's eight pages, it's your name, address, all that yep. shit all over again, yep. insurance. I said, you know, and it's a new girl, she's trained, and it's just like... I said, please, can you check my file? Because I know I filled all that out. Because I had to text my wife at work to get the insurance numbers and all those other things. So she says, "All right, that's fine. You don't have to fill it. Let me check." And apparently, I was right. So that started out like that. Good. So the woman that cleans my teeth is named. Her name's April. She's been the only person that's done it at this office. Now I coached her kid in softball and. This is what she does. She's our age. Okay. Professional. Whatever. And amazing at the job. Like okay. I recommend to anybody you go. She always comes out. We hug, we say hello. It's like visiting an old friend. She cleans mm-hmm. my teeth. We compare
2: notes with the kids and I leave. Girl comes out, and says Dave. And I'm like, ah, uh, that ain't April. I'm like,
3: um, yeah. She goes, Come on back. And I'm like, okay. So I start walking and she goes April's not going to be here she had a scheduling issue but I'm going to clean your teeth today and do the x-rays and all this other stuff. And I immediately thought fuck I'm pissed off. Yep. Like because you're anal yeah. about certain things. Of course. And as you get older your patience level for change and different things it just, yep. it gets bad. Yep. So immediately I'm like I'm pissed off. I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna fucking leave. I mean, Whoa. April didn't tell me. I'm just gonna go because this girl's gonna cut me up. She's gonna yeah. hurt me, and I'm gonna come and try to do the show. I'm gonna be mushmouth. Yeah. I wore the, the bucket lid yesterday, and people said <laughs> I look like Jimmy Walker. From good times or yes, from Fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying laughing. I'm like, that was pretty funny. Actually. that's good. It I didn't really think about good. that. That really is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go get I'm, while you're doing your favorite thing about today. I'm gonna run over and pick it up because I put it over there. I'm okay. gonna put it for people that didn't see the the bucket okay. lid. But anyhow, I thought, you know what? Shut the fuck up. Take a deep breath. This kid is trying to learn or do like I don't know how long she looks so young. She looked almost like just a little bit older to my daughter, and I'm like, "Shut up and let this girl clean your teeth. Don't say a, a damn word." Okay. So you know she starts doing her thing, and we got to take X-rays because this, this is the X-ray appointment and all this stuff. And she's yeah. putting that thing in my mouth. I'm like, "Can you turn your head this way? Can you turn your head this way?" And I'm just like,
2: "All right, deep breath, deep breath."
3: And by the end of the thing. It was fine. I found out she's like 27. She just got married in Mexico last week. Wow.
2: She's from Minnesota. Okay. And she goes, I said, do you like sports? Oh, no. Did Dave freeze? We went the whole day. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We went, went the froze. whole yeah. show and he oh, froze. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get him back.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well. I can do mine until that, but it's exit.
2: April is going to get replaced. Um, so mine is actually two parts. It's two stories. The first story is this. We have found out why Ben Simmons missed game four against
0: the Celtics with the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this story pop yet or not, but there are internet sleuths that have gone and found this out that Ben Simmons missed game four of the playoffs against the Celtics because he had a sore back. Yes. We now know how he got the sore back. Ben Simmons got the sore back because he was playing over 23 consecutive hours of call of duty. Over 23 and a half hours of Call of Duty, of playing PlayStation, he was logged in to his actual account. 23 straight hours. Broad Street buddies in Philadelphia found this out because they went and looked at the PlayStation network that shows different people's accounts. 23 hours and three minutes. That's how consecutively long Ben Simmons played Call of Duty and he got a back problem from that
2: allegedly experience. Are we back? That's oh my amazing. gosh, the hat's incredible. Come on.
3: <laughs> tremendous. The hat is tremendous.
0: By the way, hashtag not Farrah's fault is great <laughs> for, you, for you getting kicked out. <laughs> that's a hat that's, that's really that's <laughs> mikey, hat. it's mikey awesome mikey Austin's already getting a hat mikey not, awesome, nice not fair as fault hashtag not fair as fault is really that's good right. that's that's really really oh, funny so anyways funny. did you hear me say what i just said he got a back problem playing the game no ben simmons played play played call yeah. of duty for 23 yeah. hours and three minutes straight
2: do you
3: want this guy on your team <laughs> absolutely not ever Ever. I, I don't want him on my team at lifetime fitness. If we're running like half court,
0: hundred percent. I want nothing to do with Ben Simmons. That's why he missed game four. That's how he got a, a sore back because he was playing PlayStation for 23 straight hours. Goodbye, Ben Simmons. I want no part of you in Philadelphia. Bravo out of you for going ahead and doing that. That was awesome. And then the, the second, my second favorite thing about today comes from actually from the McAfee show. Dan Orlovsky was on during their first hour. And Dan Orlovsky, I I just think it's so fun to watch because people haven't reached the level of chill with us yet, but I think they probably will get as comfortable. But obviously, McAfee's show is monster. Huge audience. Orlovsky's on talking about the fact that he only eats to fuel his body. He doesn't eat because he likes to eat. He just eats. And I'm the opposite. I love eating. I love food. I'm a huge foodie. But he's on... And he doesn't get the irony that he's eating a piece of toast with jam on the air with Pat McAfee talking about the fact that he doesn't eat food. And he's just like, yeah, I just eat whatever. And he's just eating while he's on the air. And he's yesterday he ate for lunch. He ate plain dried chicken. That was his lunch.
3: Yeah, he dabbed it in the corner with a little bit of sauce like ranch or something like just to treat himself. Like, damn, what are you doing? I mean, I know you look good. You got to feel good.
0: But like. You could put a little more sauce on there. Oh my. I mean, I just like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. Like, you got to enjoy life a little bit. You got to enjoy no, food. Not like food. Nope. It's crazy. Like I, Mm-mm. I I've heard the line, like, I don't love to eat. I eat to live. Yeah. And like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like no, somewhere in man. between. I like eating a lot. I like food a lot. I like restaurants a lot. Like that is not how I was brought up. That's not how I look at food. I have a very healthy relationship with food. But watching Orlovsky eat a, pay, a, a jam and toast on TV with McAfee telling him, Yeah, you know, I, I just, I, I don't need to eat. I, don't, I, I like going out to dinner, but like eating just is part of something I have to do. Breakfast and lunch are boring to him, which I was like, Dude, what? I was yeah. like, I love breakfast. Breakfast is phenomenal. It can also the great stuff. So those are my two favorite things about today. Beautiful. The hat's incredible. <laughs> the girls from Minnesota
2: okay so finish the story then yes the wild are gonna win because your hygienist was from Minnesota the twins might win a division yes oh no
0: oh no yes oh the no twins
3: might win a division
0: no 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 you're a bookmaker you're a bookmaker you, 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 this, this is something that if somebody walked in well, off the street to the counter and we're like I got a sure thing Dave all right what, what's that my hygienist this morning was from Minnesota okay sir I'm bet in the wild. Give me the money. Give me the bet.
2: <laughs> you, you're no not going to
3: be afraid but, of that person. But their did, logic is not going to be afraid. She fearful. had all the caveat with, you know, my whole life, my 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 dad is a big fan of sports. You know what the Minnesota teams do? I said, what? She goes. Lose? She goes. <laughs> <laughs> they choke every yes. year when they get and yeah. the games mean more, they choke. And yeah. I was like, do you want to be on the show? <laughs> And yeah. I was like, that's really good. She's like, no, my I'm co-host not, will I, agree uh, with
0: you entirely that all they do is choke. Yep, I, that's true.
3: She said it. And I was like, all right, are we done here? Let's go. I got to go. So thanks for, for joining us and, and, and let me be a little bit late. But yes, the girl was from Minnesota. And she said that it wasn't just a shot at you, Spence, or anyone else from Minnesota that listens to the show. Um,
0: but she said the truth. I have some random person at my house. So oh, we'll wrap the show.
3: They're the dogs. Know, Time yeah, dog, to go.
0: Dogs are here.
2: We're back tomorrow, boys. BVB, Brigade, we love you. Talk tomorrow. See ya.